0: Welcome to our weekly and Episcopal Sermon podcast. We are so glad you found us. This is a live recording of the gospel reading and sermon from last Sunday's service at the Episcopal Church in Almaden. The life of this podcast depends on your listening support. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support us, simply subscribe to this podcast on your channel of choice. Come. Come. Join us along our shared path for today's episode.
1: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus came to a Samaritan city called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about noon. you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this well, and with his sons and his flocks to drink from it? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I give that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come back. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one that you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know, we worship what we know, for there is salvation from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such as these to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will proclaim all things to us. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking to you. Just then his disciples came. They were astonished that he was speaking with the woman. But no one said, What do you want? Or, Why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I have ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and were on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, surely no one has brought him something to eat. Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Do you not say four months more, then comes the harvest? But I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and he is gathering fruit for eternal life so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that city believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I have ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, what we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Peace be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. What Ellen did not um, say in her introduction is, is that I'm Nancy Romer's little brother, Um, So, um, I'm familiar with this place and with many of you over the years visited fairly often. uh, Let me give you a little bit of background about myself. I'm a priest in the Diocese of Los Angeles, but I am now officially licensed to officiate in the Diocese of El Camino Real, Um, and I've been the rector of the Church of the Ascension in Sierra Madre since 1986, so I've been around a little bit. So it's kind of ironic, I think, that here um, on this Sunday where we hear an awful lot about water, uh, that we're in the midst of this stupid atmospheric river. (laughs) My wife, Debbie, and I drove up yesterday from Los Angeles and boy, the flooding was incredible. Um, The damage was um, apparent. Um, And of course, we also think about uh, those who, their livelihood is affected by flooding. Um, all of those folks who work in the farms and and in the fields, um, some of them are going to be in dire straits, and we we think about that. But it is still a message of the gospel, as well as our Old Testament lesson, that we hear about thirst. Um, And it's not just thirst that um, is behind these stories, it's it's also about a spiritual longing. Remember that the people of Israel in the, in the wilderness, it's not just about the water. It's also about, is God really with us? And that's the central question that they pose. And of course, when Jesus is um, in Samaria, in, uh, in this town where Jacob's well is, um, the same question seems to come up. Um, The Samaritan woman wonders, who is this guy who knows everything about me? And yet, um, when she goes and tells other people, they want to know too. Uh, It's not just about spiritual thirst for living water. It's also about that fundamental question, is God really with us in our midst? And so those questions are central to us even today. We ask ourselves not just what we're thirsty for, but also is God in our midst? And we know the answer to that. Um, We celebrate that when we gather here um, for bread. In Los Angeles, we're back to having the common cup, but um, I understand here that's not yet there. But we'll get there. You'll get there. Um, So you may be thirsty, in fact, for. Um, but the bottom line is, is that when we gather to break bread and to share the cup, we know that God is in our midst. And we know that that truth is lived out, not just in our generation, but in all the generations that came before us and the generations that will come after us. God is in our midst. God is with us. God is in this place. God is with you. God is with me. God is with us. That's also sort of a Christmasy kind of message, right? Emmanuel, right? But what are you thirsty for? Are you thirsty for God in your midst? Those are your questions for the week. Atmospheric river notwithstanding. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode on an Episcopal Sermon podcast. May this episode inspire you to apply lessons from these teachings to your everyday life. If you found inspiration in this episode, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast through the channel of your choice and spread the word. If you would like to see the full service from which today's sermon was drawn, visit our YouTube channel linked in the show notes of this episode. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to donate any amount to our listener's support on Anchor or visit the donation page on our website, www.churchinalmaden.org slash donations.